All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Hi, good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the daily morning update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 4th of May. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. The big story this morning is the outcome of the Fed's latest meeting. The US Central Bank raised key interest rates by 25 basis points, hinting that a pause may be on the cards in the next meeting. The decision to raise rates was taken despite mounting pressure from lawmakers to pause amidst the ongoing turmoil in the banking sector there. The policy rate now stands at 5 to 5.25% and is the highest since 2007. The committee unanimously voted to increase the rates despite concerns of deepening financial market turmoil leading to failure of Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank and First Republic Bank. Now, a statement by the Fed said that in determining the extent to which additional policy firming may be appropriate to return inflation to 2% over time, the committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, and economic and financial developments. Now, Fed Chair Jerome Powell called it a meaningful change in the language and said that while the decision for a pause wasn't considered in this meeting, it may be considered at the next one in June. He also dismissed concerns of a recession this year and forecasted modest economic growth for the US. In other major news, oil fell for the third straight day as weak demand data from the US added to concerns that the global economy is heading towards recession. Brent crude slid very quickly overnight from over $75 to the barrel to about $72.3. With fears of a slowdown in demand, it seems like the OPEC's plan to control prices by cutting supply hasn't worked. In other news, Ajay Banga, former president and chief executive officer of MasterCard, has been appointed as the president of the World Bank. The executive directors of the organization appointed him for a period of five years that begins on the 2nd of June. The appointment follows his nomination by the US President Joe Biden in February. Now, interesting development in the EV space. Commerce and Industry Minister Piyush Goyal has said that the government is working to develop mandatory quality standards for drones and electric vehicles. Work is also underway for developing quality control orders for charging infrastructure of EVs. Goyal said that the government is still working on standards for battery swapping though and it would take time as there are some concerns in the industry. In international news, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has denied that the Kremlin's claim that drones from Kiev attempted to strike Moscow or assassinate Vladimir Putin. Russia said earlier that it had the right to respond after it downed two drones Tuesday night that it said were part of a planned terrorist attack. Meanwhile, massive Russian strikes killed at least 21 people in the southern Kherson region, according to Zelensky. In international markets, US stocks fell with the Dow and the S&P 500 dropping as much as 0.8 and 0.7% respectively, and the Nasdaq declined 0.5%. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region with two of the three early rises trading lower. 
The Nikkei 225 was up just over a tenth of a percent last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Well, the hike from the Fed came in as expected and the indication of a pause also next time around. But the mood in the global market seems to be a little glum. What do we focus on at the start of trade here in India? Yes, Alex, you're right. Uh, the mood has been a bit somber for the world markets at large, but Indian markets have been doing largely okay. Uh, despite the global skittishness, foreign buyers have been net buyers or foreign investors have been net buyers for the fifth day on a trot. I think they bought equities worth some 1300 or 1400 crores. So all of that is looking okay. The question is, will we pause here? Will we see a bit of a corrective move? Could happen anytime. But I think most people who are trying to time it for the last couple of weeks um, have not quite succeeded. Uh, so let's not try and waste breath on that. Uh, stay bottom up is the key. And I think in today's session, uh, while PSU banks might have a bit of a skittishness again, IT stocks too are unlikely to find favor post cognizant guidance and the US regional banks turmoil. I think that adds to the woes for some of the IT stocks. So let's wait and watch if they uh, sulk in today's session as well. It's an important day of results too, by the way. Adani Enterprises comes out with results for the first time post the Hindenburg reports. Hero Moto Corp, Tata Power, there is TVS Motors. See it after MRF's numbers and the big rally in the tire companies yesterday. It's imperative for See it to have a strong performance too. So it remains to be seen. People will be watching out for what Blue Star has to do after what Havel's performance has been. And since uh, auto components and good numbers, uh, Sundaram Fasteners will be a stock to watch as well. In terms of companies having delivered numbers, Titan. Um, the numbers were very strong, but I think the street will be disappointed a little bit uh, because while revenues were been up 33% and PAT was up 40%, EBITDA margins came off a little bit. Relative to its standards, uh, the EBITDA margin performance very weak, 10.5% versus estimated 11.5%. And I think in the call, uh, Titan mentioned that uh, while April was sluggish, uh, May and June are likely to see pickup due to very strong wedding season. Apparently a lot more wedding dates this time around than the previous years. But the guidance around margins is not strong. They've said that the benefit of uh, low cost diamond inventory will not be available in FY24 relative to FY23. So we're likely to continue to see margin pressure there, but the growth numbers look okay. Uh, I suspect that leading in the brokerage notes, the street is neutral to maybe marginally disappointed because Titan typically tends to set very high standards. Tata Chemicals, the numbers looked okay. Uh, actually pretty good. Revenues up 26%, EBITDA margin expand from 18.9% to 21.9%, though lower than the Bloomberg consensus estimate. But the PAT number, very, very strong, up 53%, 711 crores, big beat to the estimates as well. Uh, could react. ABB India, another one, big beat the estimates. Revenues up 22% at 2411 crores. The estimates were 2229. So uh, a beat there, a beat to a bit of margin. 9.65 was the estimate. 9.5 was the previous quarter number. They've come in at 11.8. Splendid numbers. Net profit though fell 34% due to uh, a corresponding income in the comparable quarter, but ahead of estimates as well. Brokerages, though, are not so sanguine because of the rich valuations with Nomura saying that they prefer LNT over ABB. 
and they are neutral at the current price, primarily because of the valuations. Bajaj Consumer Care, Sona Koyo uh, came up with numbers which were okay, uh, ahead of estimates for both of those stocks. We might see some bit of traction there as well. There are some stocks in news like Central Bank of India, which has uh, given its exposure to Go Air at nearly 2000 crores, which is about 0.91% of the total advances. So not that difficult, uh, but an increase in pot- potential increase in NPA. SJVN backed an order of 1200 crores, GR Infra Projects backed an order of 737 crores. So these might be in focus as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.